As the birds of the Black Forest. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) And welcome to a new season, 2021 of Bacon Bad. Wow. It's good to be back. Isn't it just? It feels weird to be back, honestly. It, it kind of snuck up on me, I think. Yeah. So they didn't you... announce the actual date until quite late. Yeah, because I remember you text us uh, for the listeners. Uh, Harry, Sean, and I aren't just professional business friends for the sake of our podcast. We're IRL friends, mm-hmm. and we're in a WhatsApp group together. That's cool, isn't it? Yep. And you mentioned it, Harry. You said, Bake Off's coming back. Get ready. And then a couple of days later, they announced a date, I feel like. And they were just like, get it on. So we're like, oh, bloody hell, we better, better start taking some notes. And I, w- I would just like to reassure the audience that even though we are in real life friends, if we had a big falling out, we'd still do the pod. Do you think so? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to. It would be a uh, Fleetwood Mac situation. Really? I thought it would be the opposite. Do you know, like when... Uh... Your man from Joy Division died. They were like, we can't, oh. we need to reform as something we're else. We're starting like, new we, order. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can't be together again. Who's Ian Curtis in this band? Oh, I think if the, if the, if the listeners could have a glimpse into the room you're in at the moment, I think it's definitely... The Ian Curtis. <laughs> the guy actually, with two up, black walls. I actually grew up not far from where Ian Curtis is from, actually. He's from Macclesfield, and I went to secondary school in Congleton, which is the next town, so... Ooh... Check you. Yeah. I went to university. Do you know um, he had a, he had a daughter before everything happened. I went to university with someone who used to be friends with his daughter. Oh, nasty piece of work from what I've heard. <laughs> nasty piece. <laughs> I don't want to speak ill of the dead. <laughs> who Ian Curtis was a nasty piece of work or his no, daughter? His daughter. Apparently she's quite oh, big, yeah, quite of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. He would be. Sound like she, would she? Would you say she's a little curt? <laughs> first yes. joke of the podcast there we go we're back with a bang so yeah it's good to be back we're gonna carry on regardless uh as always i'm ross drummond and i'm joined by well you'd like yourselves introduce each other hey i'm harry uh and i'm here to stay <laughs> i'm sean uh i might leave uh, <laughs> i'm expecting Sean's the one that's gonna start off with like a side project yeah, Sean's our mutia. Freaking the morning. So it's cake week, is week one. Yeah, classic. Uh, Harry, you mentioned that you missed the very start of it. Yeah. They did a parody of um, the Billy, Le- Billy Ray Cyrus song, Achy Breaky Heart. Great. Where it was, don't bake my tart. I just don't want it to be burnt or something like that. It was. Ooh. Is that great? What would you say? Well, I uh, believe all parody songs and musical comedy as an entire genre is a pile of fucking hot garbage. So 
Um, it just goes to prove how e- how cheap and easy it is. Pop a wig on and then change the lyrics to a song for humor. And it's like, oh, it sounds like that song, but they say in so- words that are about cake. <laughs> no. I thought you'd respect it. No. When I was looking at it, I was like, Ross as like a real life musician. I was going like, I can't wait to see what Ross thinks about Paul Hollywood's fretwork. Well, he wasn't playing guitar. He just was like slam. Either he was in drop D and he was just slamming, slamming a, a big G power chord the entire time, or he doesn't know how to play the guitar. And I'm going to go <sighs> with the latter. The other thing that I enjoyed was the, I think they cha- they covered the Marshall Amp logos to say cake or bake. Um, so I enjoyed that for a second. But um, yeah, that was it really. Um, and they used Marshall MG stacks, which are like these really cheap uh, guitar amps. <laughs> so I was like, didn't even get proper Marshall stacks for their parody rock concert. Do you reckon it's product placement? Do you reckon they uh, <laughs> like got cake? sense of speakers? <laughs> Marshall speakers, probably. <laughs> Marshall used to give a lot of free amps out. Anyway, got 12 new bakers. Yeah. They've got to make 12. The first one is signature bake. Uh, they've got to make 12 decorative mini rolls. Um, I love mini rolls. I don't know how you feel about mini rolls. I feel like I don't like them, but I think that's just because my only experience is like pre-packaged ones. And I feel like I put them in the category of really sugary chocolate, which mm. is not, I don't like it. I don't like Easter eggs. I don't like, I don't like any really sugary chocolate. And I feel like that's what I think of mini rolls. Yeah, I feel like they've had a bit or, of a change. Or just like really sweet, you know? What about you, Sean? Are you a fan of the mini roll? Um, I wouldn't say I'm a massive fan. I'm always grateful when they're around. Do you know what I mean? Like, if I, I would never get my way to buy a mini roll. Yeah, I feel like of all the, the M&S tubs that you get with yes. the treats in, I feel like the mini roll one is the shittest of those tubs. Do you know what I mean? Oh, no. Uh, I think they do cornflake clusters, like cornflake cakes. Well, you know, oh, I, I love I'd them. Rather, yeah, I said I'd rather have a cornflake, really? cornflake cluster. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, 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 I feel like yeah, it's yeah. a bit like, oh, this is a change. I love a cornflake cluster. And it's kind of dangerous for your gums. they're one of the gums. best foods. Yeah, it's dangerous for your mouth as well because it's like, you know, the, it's the closest thing we as humans can eat to safely eating razors. I would say a cornflake cl- cluster. <laughs> it's, a sh- it's a sharp food. Chocolate covered razor blades. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, we're gonna go down the Ian Curtis path. <laughs> Ian Curtis. That's what I call them. Ian Curtis cakes. Um, but yeah, so going with twelve of those. What before it started? Uh, Giuseppe, who we'll get to in a second and we'll talk about a lot, I imagine. He said oh, yeah. walking, and he's Italian, he said walking into the tent was like walking into the Sistine Chapel. Mm. I don't know if either of you have been to the Sistine Chapel. I have, yeah. Yeah, so have I. Oh, I've not. Well, fucking get yourself on a plane and get some culture, Sean. <laughs> no, I can just get to Bedford or wherever they well, cost yeah, films. Get, get to this. Exactly just, or just, you know what, just hire hire a, a little gazebo. Because that's basically <laughs> what this guy, he was like, oh, well, anyway. I thought, I've been to Sistine Chapel and it was a pretty impressive piece of work. Yeah. As far as paintings go. Yeah. There's a lot going on in there. Yeah. 
I don't know if I would compare it anyway. Just an observation. Look, I think the Bake Off tent is legendary, mm. but um, it is essentially just a gazebo. <laughs> yeah. It's more what it represents. Whereas yeah. I feel like the Sistine Chapel is... Um, is it what it re represents? I don't think it is. I think it's just like someone did a really good painting on a ceiling. Yeah, it's pretty good, isn't it? <laughs> right? Who did it again? Who was it? Is it oh Michelangelo? Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, it's one of the. And he did it. Here's a little fact. I know you like facts, Ross. Go I on. Do, yeah, he did it directly on the ceiling, so they can't restore it ever or, or something. You know, right directly on it. Ah, so no... You can unmount it. Yeah, yeah. 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 How long was his paintbrushes? They must have been massive. Fucking. <laughs> you don't think? <laughs> Let it be funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's shit. Is that a John Kearns bit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna steal, you might as well steal from the best. Ah, <laughs> oh, I feel I feel dirty after saying that. <laughs> Still funny. Funny's funny. We're all, about, we're all about stealing jokes in this podcast no shame in it uh so yeah i mean to me the system the the bake-off tent it, it's got the same sort of vibe as like I, one day i imagine in fact you can like go and do like a bake-off type thing can't you and they've recreated the tent but it feels a bit like yeah. people that go to yeah. like the friends set it's more that sort of vibe rather than you know yeah anyway a cultured start. So, 12 decorative mini rolls. That's the signature bake. And then we were, I guess we can go through the the, uh, the characters. So, first up was Christelle. She's yeah. a client relationship manager. She lives with her parents and sisters. And uh, you can always tell the start here. These are the ones that have got a bit about them, ones that got Christelle. Doesn't seem to have that much about her, I wouldn't say. But she's her mini rolls. I think both of her cakes this week had puns in them, which mm. I think puns are just slightly above musical comedy uh, in terms of decency. <laughs> but they were called chai and chai again mini rolls, and they had chai, cinnamon, cardamom, and coconut in them. I um, think she's she's locked in for top six. Yeah, I doubt she wins. Yeah, she's a solid baker. She's solid. I think she's there. She's there to get deep into the competition. Yeah. yeah she's yeah, not yeah. messing about. She's no. not she's not there for the experience. You know, she's, she's there. there to win. In it to win it. Then after we had Christelle, we have hands down, without shadow of a doubt, one of my favorite bakers I think we've ever had in the tent. <laughs> Jurgen. Jurgen. Amazing works in it so already you know i'm gonna love this guy oh yeah he's from the black country we heard the birds at the start of the podcast uh in germany he uh lives in brighton with his family uh his his wife and children and their rabbit called humphrey yeah uh and he plays trombone <laughs> he <does. laughs> he's this series of bake-off the casting and i think jürgen and a few others yeah demonstrate this so it's like um you've watched all the you've got an ai to watch all the series of bake-offs <laughs> and then invent a casting list <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> because yeah. these are so 
these are these are like parodies of Bake Off, which is so good, which is what we want. Jurgen, um, Giuseppe, who will come to Chigs. There are yeah. so many, the old lady, yeah. so well. many. Tom's oh, yeah, Tom. Tom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Jurgen. Jurgen, I think, is why Jurgen is good is he's very Bake Off in that he's like a kooky character and he's nice and he's good at baking. But I do think he's not a typical archetype, which makes him more exciting. Yeah. You know, whereas like Freya, every series has had a Freya. Yeah, you know? totally. Well, every series has had an old lady. Yeah. But I feel like Jürgen is the first of his kind. And yeah, totally. I respect that. And he so he was so there was a series of people that all made black forest gatter inspired ones he's from the black forest uh i've got a, th- a few things i just noted down about jürgen during this first section so matt lucas uh sings the flintstones to jürgen in german which again quite amusing uh mm-hmm. thing and then <laughs> but then jürgen said he was like he we, when he said, oh, how was my translation? Jürgen said, oh, I am not familiar uh, with the transcript or something like that. Like, he didn't <laughs> say the words. <laughs> and he honestly sounds like Werner Herzog. Like, everything he says sounds like Werner Herzog. And there's a bit when he picked something up, he went, my hands are too hot. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so fucking great. Like, oh, my God. So... Yeah. And then the other bit when he was like, oh, uh, as a child, if we went to a cafe and they did not have Black Forest Gato, I'd be sad. (laughs) (laughs) Little little Jürgen in his lederhosen. I can see I can see Jürgen. He definitely could get top three. Big time. But I could also see him being the robbed fan favorite of the series. I could see him going out, you know, seven six and that's the problem with some of them because that's where sometimes bake-off starts to feel a bit of a slog especially as a successful recap show like we are when you get rid of the fanfares your heart's not in it the same anymore yeah and i feel like not last series but the series before really suffered from that yeah um but hopefully there's enough there are good because i think even if you went and i don't think he's i think he's here to stay for Mm. for a while but I'm talking going really deep into the competition. There are still a lot more people we can root for. Big time. I think. And there are also some people I'm rooting for that 100% will be gone in three weeks. And that is Chiggs. Chiggs. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we had Jürgen. And then after Jürgen, again, de- again doing his own Black Forest Gato, is Tom from Maidstone in Kent. And he works in his family's model railway business. You know, before, that was the least necessary occupation to say, because as soon as he came on screen, I was like, model (laughs) railways. (laughs) Like, his voice is the voice that I do. I have a joke in my act where I do the nerd voice, actually. And Tom has that voice. He has... He has the nerd voice. <laughs> but he's the reason, the difference between, say, a uh, model railway nerd yeah. and uh, let's say Warhammer nerd. Yeah. Right. Which I think 
is maybe when you're doing your nerd voice, you're thinking more of a war. A model train nerd is a lot more wholesome, a lot, mm. yeah, just a nicer guy, a, a lot less angry. No, yeah, no incel that. vibes. Yeah. yeah, they want you to get you know? into modern railways. It's yeah. nothing exclusive or I'm a, yeah. a good friend of mine is a huge train. He's a train spotter and it loves model railways and. Yeah, just a nice guy, but with this very specific obsession, mm. uh, which I admire. I don't think I could do. I don't have the patience to paint anything. That's the bit that always pisses me off about it. Yeah. Any of those like Airfix, Warhammer, all those. I like. I've got quite shaky hands as well. Have you? Yeah. I'm nervous. When you, when you, when you get into it, I like. I would love to have it all laid out and look that cool. In my opinion. <laughs> But then the, the idea of having to paint it all, like I had to paint this wall and that was just one color and I was doing my fucking nothing. So the idea of nuance, <laughs> nuance is too much. Oh, yeah. and, and something I really loved about Tom as well, I think props to whoever's doing the editing, but they did that plinky plunky, like, look at this idiot. When it comes to <laughs> <laughs> so they got to save it for one person. Loved it, John. What kind of music do you think they would have if you were on Bake Off? If I was on Bake Off, do you think you get Plinky Plunky? No, I'd like to think some. Do you know this song, Pretty Green Eyes? It's like a club club classic from. Yeah, you want that? Yeah, Green Eyes. Is that 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 one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. A club classic. (laughs) Okay, that's nice. Yeah. What about you, Ross? I don't know. Maybe they would like lean into rock. So I'd have, you know, I don't know. what. They, or maybe IT. I don't know. What would you get described as? I think I would be software, like software engineer Ross or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And then it would be like, I think they'd do you as like a kind of IT guy. And the twist is, and they would have you like playing guitar. Yeah. yeah. Like but he's in, cool. In the yeah. garden. Yeah. Hanging out with his dog. Yeah. Yeah. Then what would you have? Would, would Sean, would you be would you charity worker, Sean? Or Yeah, I think that that's what I was thinking. When they were introduced all the people, like everyone had their thing. It was like railway boy, world swimming girl, sports fanatic. Um, yeah. I think they'd probably cling on to charity boy. What would you get, Harry? Uh, I'd be the wild card. <laughs> Big wild card, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Wildcard Harry. Don't well, know what he's going to do next. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think, I think I'd be gone week two, but I'd make an impact. <laughs> oh, definitely. I'd like be like be the a... one that doesn't follow the brief and thinks he's a genius, but actually <laughs> just gets eliminated because it's not what they asked for. Yeah, it's like, no. And it's Are not we... even that well executed. So they're like, mate, you didn't follow the brief fun. and it's shit. So fuck <laughs> off. Is this Alon? Are you describing Alon from yeah, the Great Yeah, that's, that's my vibe. Oh, yeah. Pottery throwdown. Callback. Right, so after we had Tom, we had Amanda. She has a love of outdoor swimming, and she's a fucking bootlicker. She's a detective in the Met Police. Um, oh, yeah. So, you know, I've got some yeah. thoughts about her and... Probably best if we move on, isn't it? Yeah. Then we had <laughs> Rashika. Is it Rashika? I think I'm saying that correctly. Apologies if I don't. And yeah. she works in HR. Uh, family lass. 
she was playing rounders with her nieces and uh, her dad, Colin. Mm-hmm. Or is her uncle Colin? Anyway, I forget. Uh, then we had Maggie. Sports fanatic Maggie. Yes. 60 years of bacon. She's a tennis player in Dorset. Uh, there was, throughout this episode, a lot of Prue and Maggie lookalike and soundalike banter, and I was here for it. <laughs> I think I'm here for it for this episode. 100%. I don't know how long they're going to drink. This there out, was but... one point where they made Maggie put on Prue's glasses. Yeah. And, I think uh, that was almost... That was the end of it, I think. I was like, all right, enough now. That was the end of it, yeah. That, to me was like Paul Hollywood banter. Paul, Ho- I feel like Paul Hollywood came up with that. He's like, this will be funny. Put on this 80-year-old lady's glasses, which I, <laughs> to me feels incredibly cruel. Yeah, she <laughs> could have fallen over. Blind. <laughs> and she came over. It was obviously, she had like a towel around her. So I guess she was getting her hair done or something. Uh, so anyway, I like Maggie. Um, then we yeah. have Freya. She's great. She's fun. Yep. Yeah. The 19-year-old psychology student from Scarborough. She turned vegan 18 months ago. Now, I think we mentioned to one of our fans on Twitter, there's already been several pieces of controversy about Freya pre the launch. What? Of oh, GBBO. I don't know this. Can yeah. you tell me? It's a load of shite. Though, it's a load of bollocks. Yeah, it's just awful human beings. So Freya... So in this episode, obviously she cooks. She when they do the signature, no, the technical challenge, she makes butter. So it's like, right, well, you've worked with animal animal produce, but the thing that really seemed to wind some of the old vegans up was she's a horse ride. She does horse riding. Oh, and they were saying you can't be vegan because it's cruel to animals. Now, agree or disagree with that do what you want but it's like just leave the lass alone do you know what i mean she's yeah. 19 19 and it's like it's just like pure peta vibes that or peter whatever you want to call them isn't it it's like the old fucking did i tell you when i worked for one of the celebrity chefs in his it department is do you say peter or peta i don't know what the i would say peter peter, peter yeah peter, peter yeah but i've just heard it on tv i don't know peter anyway you know the you know the lot i mean yeah 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 they turned up outside uh, Jamie Oliver's restaurant, 15. Mm. Um, and they, it was like two of them, I think. And they were like wearing cloth, like, I think maybe they were naked or they were like barely clothed and they were just in cages. <laughs> <laughs> and then had <laughs> to like get someone to, because I think Jamie Oliver was. I guess cooking with meat and stuff, and it was, you know, or it yeah. was, yeah. Such a weird place to target. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, like, that's, that's like a little social enterprise. There's literally a Bodine's around the corner. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just go. just get into model railways. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you need a hobby. <laughs> yeah, I just felt, you know, it's like she's a, just a young lass, and she's, you know, she's trying to do a bit for the planet. I also, I wouldn't be come. surprised though if some of those people were right-wingers who were annoyed that there's a vegan on the Oh, yeah. They yeah. were posing as vegans to discredit her. Yeah. That's not, yeah, like... Could happen. I, I wouldn't surprise me either. And also, just people are fucking awful, aren't they? So. What I'll say, though, from this first step, she's 
gonna be a fan favorite. Not she bad. Was yeah, good. bit of fun. Bit bit of banter. Bit of banter about her. I liked her. She when I saw her and knew that she was horse riding, I thought she was gonna be really insufferably posh, but she's not. She's not, so. she's not even less. Yeah. And uh, throw back to the Olympics where I think uh, it was, or the Paralympics, one of the chaps that won some of the equestrian was like, you don't have to just be posh to be into, you know, you can just like horses. Anyway, that was Freya. Then we had George. He works with kids, uh, Turk- 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 Turkish Cypriot inspired stuff. Mm-hmm. He's a bit of fun. Um, quite liked him, but also wasn't very good. So I don't know yeah, if he's he... long for this world. My notes on him are cocked it up and a sloppy shite. He yeah, absolutely some made some uh, soup. <laughs> <laughs> you want a Swiss roll? Well, here's some Swiss soup. Yeah, uh, have a straw with that, please. Delicious. <laughs> then we had Lizzie. <laughs> Love another Lizzie. bowl of slop. Another bowl of slop, please. <laughs> She's from Liverpool. She had stickers of prune knoll on her uh, KitchenAid, like on her food processor. She was also wearing uh, fashionista Ross Drummond here, clocked her dress from Lazy Oaf. And I think her and Noel were both wearing Lazy Oaf clothing. So they were a bit like, oh. Yeah. They were, well, they were wearing almost matching clothes. Outfits. Yeah. yeah. I think he's going to be her friend. Like, who was it yeah. in the last? I've forgotten the name of the person in the last series. Um, who was who became his pal and they kind of go to Lottie. Lottie. I yeah. think she's potentially the Lottie. Yeah, the one who kind of like he's got the affinity with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. She was kind of annoying, I thought, for me. It was a bit like, chill out, Lizzie. I think the thing about Lizzie is she's definitely gunning for Noel's pal to be her yeah. narrative, which, look. Not a bad narrative to have. Yeah, I don't necessarily blame her for that, and I don't judge her for that. But I will note that we can see what you're doing, love. <laughs> you think you'd need to be a bit more kind Just, of casual about it? It's week one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. Yeah. But week two, a bit more finesse. Who would you rather be mates with, Noel or Matt Lucas? Noel, obviously. Matt <laughs> Lucas is honestly terrible on this show. He's the worst thing about this show. <laughs> I just finished reading uh, Bob Mortimer's autobiography and Matt Lucas comes off quite well in it. So I feel quite like... No, look, Matt Lucas is obviously a nice guy and he is funny, right? Yeah. I don't know why he needs to black up all the time, <laughs> but I won't. we won't get into that. I feel like we talked about that a lot last series. But I just feel like he's yeah. not the replacement for Sandy that I wanted. No, I agree. I agree with that. And but, maybe if you've just started watching the show and you see him in it, you'll like him. And maybe you have been watching all these years and you like him, and I get it. Yeah. He's just not the presenter I would choose. That's That's Ross, before we kind of move on, uh, Bob Waterworth's autobiography, would you recommend it? I would, yeah, I enjoyed it. Okay. I got, it as, an, I got it as an audiobook, which is more fun because then it's just like listening to Athletico Mints. Which is, oh, okay. And he does all the voices and stuff, and it's very funny. Oh, perfect. I'll do so, that. Yeah, check that out if you've got an audible account. Uh, so that was Lizzie. Then we had Chigs. Yeah. <laughs> Started baking just 12 months ago. 
Yeah. And you can tell, you can tell from what he's uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. cooking up. He's a telephone sales manager from Leicester or telesales manager. Yeah, of course he is. Where's the call center? He's a grafter. He looked, they said, oh, you look a bit like a young Robert De Niro, a young, I don't know what fucking version of The Godfather they've been watching, but um, he looked a bit like uh, Gary Neville to me, actually, I thought. <laughs> Have a look at Chiggs' face and then next to Gary Neville. Ch- yeah, Chiggs is a fun one. I enjoyed him. I think he's, yeah, I mean, he's not going to go deep. He's probably, I wouldn't be surprised if he's gone next. I mean, they had a, mo- they had a montage. He, so he became a baker during lockdown. He also learned to play guitar. It seemed to be the only thing he did learn to do was how to maybe tune it because that's all they showed him doing <laughs> uh, and stripping paint off the walls so yeah he did a did a bit of diy so that was chigs then we had giuseppe yes yeah he's an engineer lives in bristol who has an italian culinary heritage because he's a he's italian i mean he's called giuseppe for fuck's sake uh, to his three sons, who all had very good Italian names. Unfortunately, one of them was not Pinocchio, because that would have been great. But, um, <laughs> and he was doing Easter mini rolls. So I liked Giuseppe. And then, I don't know if you want to add any more about Giuseppe. Yeah, I just think, um, you know, I think it's worth noting how lucky we are, we are to have Jürgen and Giuseppe yeah. in the same series. Yeah. They are basically the same casting. Whack key foreign guy yeah, yeah but they're brilliant and honestly oh, so good yeah i i think giuseppe giuseppe is definitely probably the favorite to win at this stage i think he's <laughs> i think he's locked in for top four yeah that's my prediction i yeah, reckon we got yeah giuseppe jürgen i don't think anyone else we've gone through christelle like Chris- your final yeah yeah she's up there she's I, she's yeah she's definitely up as there. of today as of Day today of week one very early doors. But we're experts oh, freya i think is yeah t- i think she she could be top six and then finally and i ha- kept trying to find how to say his name uh jerzino jerzino I feel like the, they weren't co- confident how to say it because I was like, what did they just say? But he's, um, he is a finance manager for, uh, originally from Trinidad. He lives in South London with his partner and they have a greyhound. So I was like, they do, just, solidarity, like you. just like me, solidarity. Yeah. Greyhound Maxi. And I thought actually as a fellow greyhound owner, slightly antagonistic to tell a greyhound, should we go find some squirrels? Because greyhounds fucking love chasing after squirrels and regularly wanting to eat them yeah um so i was like fair play no stuff he did some mini rolls that had 20 passion fruit in them 20 passion fruit i love that. that's a lot of passion fruit that's, yeah. so passion that's like fruit. a that's like a like a uh man versus food type challenge like that's so much sugar i don't know if i've had 20 passion fruits in my whole life no i don't think i've ever seen 20 passion fruits how many do you think you could do in a man v food thing? I don't even know how you eat one. I don't. I've only ever eaten passion fruit in something. Like it'd been like passion fruit juice or oh. passion fruit ice cream. I don't think I've ever eaten a passion fruit. 
they're quite oh, messy. Yeah. They're like got quite seeds and stuff. Seedy, well. I thought. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they can be. I kind of eat them like a cream egg, just mm. kind of smack Wrap them down them in the foil middle, and then just. <laughs> I I kind of cut them down the middle. Yeah, and just lick them out. Yeah, just yeah, Get just in right there. Yeah, like an oyster. Just slop it down. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Is that the noise you make when you're eating oysters? I've never had an oyster before, but I imagine All right, it's well, like eating it. a passion fruit. I, I want to say I hope not because I'm not a fan of oysters, but oh, I, think okay. I would enjoy eating passion fruit. They're very nice. Yeah. Are you eating an oyster? Nah, I wouldn't, wouldn't go near that, mate. All right. Well, we have to get this year. That's our thing that we. The all need to, you both need to try. I've had oysters before, but you both need to try some oysters. So. Scum of the sea, right. <laughs> an aphrodisiac, you know. <laughs> Apparently, so what the other thing I noticed this first bit was that they both they did two cuts where they were about to say shit and they cut to a blender and it was done very well. And I thought, fair play, they enjoyed that cut so much they found another machine. You're like, <laughs> so oh, nice, they did it twice. Yeah, exactly. This looks like. Sh- it was like, yeah, yeah, good. So they all turned up with the mini rolls. Uh, what have I got here? So I think we've sort of gone over most of them. So let's say who who do we think are at the top and at the bottom after this? After this after section. Them? I think Giuseppe is firmly at the I top. I remember seeing Giuseppe's just so neat. And I was like, wow, that's pretty good. Um, Jürgen tasted his own and it was great. Yeah, they made him like critique it. It was quite. Yeah. Uh, uh, Cristel looked... was good. Yeah. Jazzino was good as well. I thought Giuseppe and Jürgen were very close to handshakes. Yes. Yeah. They looked like they were both. There was also one point later on in the episode where like Paul was like m- massaging his hand like he was preparing it to. I don't yeah. know. It was really. It was like Dick <laughs> Was that. his hand so sore that he didn't give the handshakes out? Was he in pain? Um, yeah. I hope he's all right. Then we. So, yeah. So, these were good. They were impressed with Freya's because she used Aquafava, which is. Yeah. Do you know what Aquafava is? Yes. Chickpea juice. Chickpea it? juice. Yep. Popping that in a cake. Um, Chigs actually did okay on that, which I think is going to be. You know, the one and only time. Yeah, and then there was a lot of people sort of in the middle. I think yeah. the two that made slop, which is Lizzie, um, you know, yeah, watching Lizzie's Paul taste that. It was slop. like watching him eat a oyster, to be honest. <laughs> George, yeah. She said it was George. chocolate pudding, not cake. Yeah. And then uh, Paul Hollywood showed off a bit of culture. He said something in Cypriot to him, which was, translates to slowly, slowly. I thought this nice touch, um, nice touch from Paul. Yeah. yeah, man of the world. So then we were on to the technical challenge. Oh, yeah, Prue's tea time classic, a malt loaf. Mm-hmm. I love malt loaf. And do you want to uh bring up the clear advertising link that you noticed? Here? So, yeah, so in the UK version of Bake Off, we know that a lot of our listeners are in the United States of America. Yeah. There's a very popular malt loaf brand f- called Sori. And uh, maybe you can get it in the US, I don't know. They had an advert immediately after they'd all presented their malt loafs, which I was like, never is a company going to get a better chance yeah. for product placement. So did you like that? Here's the stuff we make. Yeah, remember, because I feel like malt loaf is one of those things where it's like, 
Remember malt loaf? Oh, yeah. Maybe I'll get some. <laughs> maybe I'll get some. I haven't got some because I haven't thought about malt loaf in 10 years. Oh, you never get a malt loaf. You know what? I used to get a cheeky malt loaf on a Boots meal deal as Ooh. a side. Wow. And it came, it's two two slices and it's pre-packaged with a bit of butter on top. No delicious. way. Yeah, delicious. You know what I like doing with my malt loaf, though, is I like slicing it. Mm-hmm. Pop it under the grill, give it a toast. Ooh. And then butter it. So the ones that were underdone, I was thinking, uh, underdone oh, Harry's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slice that up. And then you get, you know, the sort of hot cross bun thing, like the crispy yeah, melted butter. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I love malt loaf. Sean, you're making a face. No, I, I, I was so confident going into this that both of you would also hate malt loaf. You hate malt loaf? <laughs> so I've made some notes of this and it's just kind of like, what is it? Come on, give us your give us your malt loaf, anti-malt loaf First agenda. one, it's not the war. Second <laughs> you can't fuck it up. Even if it's good, it still tastes like mud. Uh, <laughs> It looks crap. They took one of them out. They're like, oh, yours looks good. Yours looks good. They all looked rubbish. They look like soil wow. when you're a kid and you make mud out of like water. And, <laughs> and you pick it. That's what it looked like. I couldn't stand it. It's like a casserole, like a sweet casserole. And I was just like, oh, icky, 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 icky. But I can understand what you might like. <laughs> That's delicious. <laughs> I love them. I feel like it's a great, it feels to me like a, it's something that you always used to find in the cupboard and like if there weren't any biscuits or like chocolate in the cup the treat cupboard maybe there would be a malt loaf kicking about and if you whacked enough butter on it it's like fair enough this is pretty delicious now actually yeah um it is i would say its existence much like bread is a vessel for delicious butter um they don't have malt loaf in Italy. I'd like to know if anybody has. Uh, Giuseppe didn't know what malt loaf was. Well, um, they have panettone, don't they? Oh, Which I is. I don't want to say because obviously we've said malt loaf is good, but it's good for what it is. Panettone is like way better version. Yeah. Oh, definitely. That's like actually sweet as well, isn't it? It's like a proper cake, like a pudding. I feel like you'd need to give malt loaf another chance, Sean. Maybe I'm just having... I've only had the, the Soreen, did you say? Yeah, Soreen. Yeah. It's the brand. Maybe I should make my own one. Try toasting it. Try toasting it. How much malt loaf? I feel like the other good thing about malt loaf as well is I think it's impossible impossible to know if it's gone off. I think yeah, it's gone off. Oh, it doesn't go off. Like, it does, does it? <laughs> it's impossible. Yeah. It looks like clay. It looks like one of those things. It yeah. just lasts forever. Clay can't go off. Clay can't go off. Not possible. <laughs> Jürgen said of this bit, he went, my wife asked me to make a tea loaf years ago, and I never did. So here I am. <laughs> not, there he is. A thought. Lizzie got terrorized by an ostrich. We learned about this. Uh... Oh, yeah. Oh, this yeah. was, you know, I, I don't think the story hit how she wanted no. it to hit. I feel like she had, like, here's something wacky to say. This is so all. crazy. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, oh. Uh, Maggie was absolutely made up to be making a malt loaf. She's like, you know, yeah. Made, she was, she was made like, I made, I used to eat these in the shelter, Gold. you know, when the sirens went off. Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like she had one in her bag for lunch. <laughs> to give out the... If she got peckish. Yeah. <laughs> Put a penny farthing in the middle of it. <laughs> Christmas. Uh, penny farthing's a bicycle. Oh, no, it's a bicycle. Anyway. Um, 
what else did I have? Oh, the other bit that I enjoyed on this uh, was that when Matt Lucas was like, you have 30 minutes left, and he said it in a number, he was like, you have six plus four plus five plus six or whatever. Giuseppe did the maths. He was like, 30 minutes. <laughs> like, new. Engineer, I was like, engineer I was like, isn't it? Yeah, I was like, fair play. So, will we just go through the order? I haven't got the, I've got the bottom three because uh, they rattle through them very quickly. So, Amanda came last. She said, I'm yeah. never baking with flour again, banter. Because obviously, you need your flour to bake. So I see what she's yeah. done there. Copper yeah. jokes. Uh, Chiggs was 11th. Giuseppe, 10th. Jazina, 9th. Uh, then there was, I, I started to lose count as Crystal Fashika came there. Then third was George. Second was Freya. And then first, straight out of a handbag, Maggie. First you know. tears of the tent as well. Tears of joy. Yeah. That was quite that was a nice moment. I like I that, enjoyed yeah. that. Bit of Mags. Look, she's she's just there. And I think I haven't given I haven't sort of given my prediction for Maggie. I think she's mid table. Do you think Mag's gonna be mid table? I think she could I think she could win a star baker and I think she's gonna really impress at points. Mm. But I think she's gonna have holes in her game. Ooh. Oh, almost like Amanda had in her uh, malt loaf from not mixing it enough. Yeah, um, I mean Amanda's whole game is a hole. It's a donut. She's yeah. a donut. She's a well, donut. It's good because she's a copper because they eat loads of donuts. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I know uh, that stereotype from The Simpsons. So. <laughs> <laughs> I watched uh, Taken Three last night. And there was a bit where they visited a guy and he just took donuts. And I was like, I'm glad that they included that stereotype in this film. <laughs> just like, ate a donut. I watched all the Taken trilogy in the last 24 hours. Would recommend. Uh, anyway, right. Showstopper time. So before we go into this, they had a little chat because they didn't do the debrief before they announced Star Baker or who was leading. And they said, Amanda is in a bit of trouble. And Tom and George have also had bad signs. So for the showstopper, they had to make an anti-gravity illusion cake. Yeah. I like that they put the word illusion in as if the bakers would have somehow be able to create something <laughs> that truly could defy gravity. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, it's just a top-heavy cake. All right, so. It feels very, inst- very Instagrammable, what oh, they were doing. So. Yeah. Yeah. I feel oh, like when yeah. I go, that's yeah, my explore I mean, feature. That seems to be like if you are, if you're on, if you join Bake Off and you're not already in, on Instagram, get on it because that is the, you know, that's the that's the site you have to be on. Mm. Yeah, and you'll be making all the showstoppers. They're from Instagram. They've got the ideas from Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Pinterest, Insta. They had to be decorated in a way that represents a precious memory. Yeah. I don't know what I would do that would be upside down. A lot of people's memories seem to be just pouring cups of coffee. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And to be fair, that was the illusion that obviously looked best. I feel like, you know, that's tried and true. They've seen that on Instagram. They're like, when's the best time I had coffee? Yeah. Never. I don't like coffee disgusting you do a diet coke i do a diet coke. oh that'd be great <laughs> maybe i'd end up with one of them diet coke smeg fridges that keeps seeing you can win 
be a nice little endorsement hashtag ad. So yeah, so Chigs did Where It All Began, which was just chocolate into a bowl. So again, similar. Yeah. Giuseppe, Jack and the Beanstalk. Oh yeah. And, this was... and we got a good revelation here that Giuseppe's kids don't know he's on the show. Oh yeah, that was good. Because Which... they were like, oh, this is good, dad. This could almost be on TV. <gasps> they said this could be on Bake Off, so they're fans oh. of the show. So they probably all watch it together. And now he is, he would have been at home today. Surprise. Being like, oh, Bake Off's starting, kids, let's watch it. And then he's on it. Yeah. I also like that his kids call him Papa, which of course they do. <laughs> Papa Giuseppe. Papa. Yes. <laughs> Papa. <laughs> bueno, mucho bueno. I can't remember. Uh, then we had Jurgen. With his nighttime reading cake. Yeah. Jurgen said the first book he read in English was, I didn't know this book, so I looked it up, Thomas More's Utopia. Do you want to know what Thomas More's Utopia is about? Is it like a 1920s sci fi thing? Thomas More's Utopia is a work of fiction and socio political satire written Mm. in Latin and published in 1516. Oh my god. The book is a frame narrative primarily de- depicting a fictional island society and its religious, social, and political customs. Many aspects of Moore's description of a utopia are reminiscent of life in monasteries. Oh god, that's the first book he read in English. Pop it in English, mate. That's what I'm learning. Oh god, what book would you recommend for someone who's getting who wanted to is learning the language? Harry Potter 2. <laughs> Why two? <laughs> I love that you went Cut to the chase. Cut, Cut to the chase. <laughs> You're a wizard, Harry. Yeah, I know. Oh, everyone's seen the first one in the cinema. Yeah. You get the gist of it. It's Hogwarts, yeah, I mean. there's houses. Yeah. Yeah. Hogwarts, what would you houses. suggest? Yeah, Sean, what would you tell? Uh either the gospel according to Chris Moyles. Or my bookie work, either one. <laughs> I think it would be a great intro. It really gets oh, to good. the center of what it is being British. Yeah. What about you, Ross? I can't bet. Really. No, but Mortimer's re- all right. No, I don't know if I've got anything. I've got nothing funny, so I'm not going to add to it. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate that self awareness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe my bookie work part two. <laughs> Again, cut to the chase. You know what I mean? You already know. Oh, yeah, we get it. Got yeah, he's famous age. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's he going to do now? Off the smack, are you? Okay, good. Right. So, honestly, I'd wish he'd get back on it, lighten up a bit. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why we'll never get a sponsor. We <laughs> can get a sponsor. Listen, Joe Rogan got. No, look, I was a. This is more about Russell Brand. I was a huge Russell Brand fan, and now You're he's just a... not a comedian anymore. No. He just interviews people and talks about yeah. stuff. It's like, mate. Mm. It's ever since the Andrew Sachs thing, I kind of went off of that. Yeah. Crossed the line there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> He's a national treasure. It's Manuel. Manuel. <laughs> I mean, those some, same people that I write about that, the same people that have gone after a 19-year-old girl because she goes horse riding in her spare time. Yeah. yeah. Just fucking piece of shit. Have get, a day off. Get in the bin. Right. So we had Chase, we had Giuseppe, we had Jurgen. George did a Greek table. 
pouring backgammon, coffee. pouring coffee. Yeah. Maggie did an ice cream cornet, and it was revealed here she hates mint choc chip. Mm. Well, how do you she guys says, feel about that? I don't want toothpaste in my ice cream. Yeah, I was like, well, good luck brushing your teeth with fucking Vianetta, darling, because you. <laughs> I think we've spoken about this one, but I really like it. I like it. I think chip. I think me and Harry have the same favorite. I, I, I don't know where we've spoken about this off mic. Neapolitan. Or like yeah, Neapolitan's the best one. Is that your favorite, Harry? Neapolitan's good. Yeah. Neapolitan's up there because you've got it's three flavors in one. Yeah. yeah. And you can just eat the chocolate and have a little bit of the uh, <laughs> vanilla. And strawberry, and obviously we learned. And then just leave about... it in the freezer. Yeah, your escapades of the Ben and Jerry section at the View Cinema, oh, yeah. Yeah, Leicester yeah. Square, classic. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Taking my bad <laughs> bit. My favorite Ben and Jerry's flavor is uh, Chunky Monkey. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's a good one. Just because of the name. <laughs> fish what? food. Fish food's a good one. Is that fish the one with food. little marshmallow stuff? Yeah. What's the yeah. one that's got the carrot? They're like peanut butter cups in it. Peanut butter cup. Is it? I like that one. Yeah. yeah. That's That Ooh. was very popular. Um, cookie dough. Very popular. So. You know, the most popular Ben and Jerry's flavor worldwide. And this okay. is going to blow your brain. Plain. Cookie dough. No. Cherry Garcia. Is it? Really? Yeah. What? That'd be the last one I yeah, went to. Agreed. It's the most popular flavor worldwide. But it is the only fruit-based one they do. All the rest is the, like caramel, peanut. Cherry, cherry. Maybe after Maybe it's changed it. since, you know, I don't even feel like you really see that in the UK, the Cherry Garcia. Well, this is in like the cinema, you know. But do you know what I mean? I mean, when you see the tubs in the supermarket, I don't feel like. Yeah, I don't think they do it. But then I don't think it's that popular here. Right. The but they'll do it in the cinema if you want it scooped scooped up. There's a lot of exclusive flavors. I never get ice cream in the cinema anyway. It's madness. S'mores. That's one. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Popular. I like the cores. Do you do the cores in the cinema? Is it the one like Caramel Sutra? Where it's got I the... Will oh, run away. Yeah. <laughs> it's got the... the I don't... <laughs> No, they don't do them ones in the cinema, but you can create your own uh, because you have like sauces and stuff. So you scoop it in and then you make a hole in and then you pour the thing in. And then... oh, Did you do... learn all this when you were on the stand? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, we didn't dive into that. You're training really before. That's... Yeah, you, you kind of have to just learn as you go though. And look, this is a little, this is, I'll give you one last this is behind the curtain secret right and you'll like this ross because it's a it's a scheme a money-making scheme they sell toppings right which costs like 40p extra which is already a rip-off for what it is sure you know that's how they're making their money nuts chocolate sauce different things like that one of the toppings is broken up cones right and it's just when they deliver the cones, loads of them are broken. And then you just put them in the box and crush them up. And then they sell it for 40p. They're selling the broken cones for 40p they're selling, they're selling a scoop. Rubbish. That's rubbish. That's going straight in the bin. Yeah. Love it. It's going in your mouth, which is now a bin, mate. So <laughs> watch what you eat. You are what you eat. Yeah. Bin mouth. 
Christelle did a bouquet of flowers. She tried mm-hmm. to do a pun here. It was like boog. Boog cake. cake. Yeah. Yeah. Boog cake. Then. <laughs> boog cake. <laughs> it's the cake that gets all over your face. <laughs> dedicated to our auntie. Oh, yeah. Uh, auntie boog cake. And uh, <laughs> it was a. Uh, I can't believe Harry ever spoken to me in about a couple of weeks, and you've come out with an absolute Ross Drummond type joke that you've—I'm <laughs> proud of you. Um, then we had Freya; she did the flower potty. Not anything to do with any sort of toilet humor. She was crazy about flowers. Um, yeah. Similar to what well, you said, you are what you eat a minute ago. Freya came out. She said, "I would, I would eat cake off the floor." Yeah, I don't think I'd eat cake off the floor. I'll be honest with you. What would you eat off the floor? Great question. Scrambled eggs or no? No. How no. firm are we talking of the scrambled eggs? Wet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd probably avoid. <laughs> Do you, I know I'd eat off the floor? A cheesecake that had landed on its biscuit base. Would then you I still would... eat no, the biscuit base? No. Ah. But that's the way. It's like it's it's you know, it might as well have been wrapped in cling film with the biscuit base is protecting you from any germs. I'd probably Ooh. eat a uh croissant off the floor. Because I feel like they shed like a layer of just like very good flake. Anyway. It's just yeah. yeah, like an onion almost. Yeah. Yeah. Onion of the patisserie world. Lowell said that. Um, I don't know what I do. I think anything you're cooking, if you're not eating it raw, I just give it a rinse and stick it in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm quite loose with it. Yeah. But what if you couldn't give it a rinse? Like chicken what? breast? Like chicken. Oh, I don't eat meat, do I? Oh, so it's yeah. mostly like so... corn chicken breast. Corn chicken breast. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rinse a corn chicken breast. Linda McCartney yeah. sausage. Yeah. We well, only get six in a pack, and I go through a lot of them, so I don't want to waste it. Yeah, that, that so I would. Not. Yeah, just run it under the tap. Stick All right, well, okay, here's a here's a question for you. You you've gone to the shop quickly and you've bought a uh, packet six Linda McCartney sausages. Yep. Um, you didn't you didn't bring a bag, but you didn't want to take one because you've only got them and you put them in your pocket, right? As you walked home. Yeah. You forget about them, right? Yeah. The box breaks and they're just in your coat pocket. Mm-hmm. You wake up in the morning, you realize the next morning they've been all night in your coat pocket. Are you eating them sausages? I'm eating the sausages. Sean cooks the jacket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's mar- it's marinated. Marinated. <laughs> Get no, in the I, oven. Think, I think it's maybe a testament to how clean I like to keep my jackets. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Clean pockets. I, yeah. yeah, I'd just give them a rinse. Same as before. Yeah. yeah. Hot or cold tap? We've got a mixer, so I would go for lukewarm. Lukewarm. Wow, right? Straight down the middle, huh? Oh, yeah. Big time. Uh, <laughs> okay. I don't know. Then, we had, then we had Amanda. Uh, she did an elderflower and lemon... Uh, Surf explosion. Yeah, it looked like a surge of some sort of unnecessary kettling due to some 
protests or something like that. That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I can see what your relationship with Amanda's going to be for all of the <laughs> I wanted Amanda to go this week. I was like, get this fucking... Also, she kept falling for jokes that were clearly jokes. I was like, you can't be much of a fucking good detective. She's like, really? <laughs> like, every time... <laughs> No, like, keep her in. One no, less like, oh, the you beat. can live off of you can live off of a mock loaf. She's like, can you? Fuck <laughs> me. It's gullible. I promise you know I mean? didn't do it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Case closed, guys. Let's all go home early. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So she did. So and then we had Jersey, Jersey, Jerseno, Jerseno, kick the can cake. Mm. Uh, and then we had Rohika's apple cake. Uh, mm-hmm. Lily's Nana's peaches and cream, and she'd use her dad's doddy, dodgy <laughs> apparatus. Yes, and then uh, it looked bad. And then we had Tom's classically spectacular showstopper. He that combined his love of classical music. I love that little detail, about and he put it. a cannon like... on it for the eighteen twelve overture. Yes, mm. which I think is isn't it? That's eighteen twelve overture. Yeah, yeah, it's the proms one, isn't it? The but it wasn't actually. So it wasn't gravity defying. It was just a wobbly cake. I feel like he was given a yellow card there in in when he was telling this idea. It was like this doesn't look on on brief. You need to do something here. It's mad because they get time to test this, and he went, yeah, yeah. My love of classical music is too strong. <laughs> I had done. Which one was blind? Oh no, who was deaf? Stevie Wonder. <laughs> David Blunkett. <laughs> what are the David Blunkett? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know who David Blunkett is, he's a British politician from the Blair era. <laughs> Who is blind? <laughs> How is it David Blunkett in your head? <laughs> no, <laughs> where did they pull that from? He's just always there. Him and his dog you got pride of place. <laughs> he like had, did he have like a public affair or something? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Shackers. Yeah, I didn't know. Didn't see where. I didn't didn't know where I was, was going. She felt like my wife. <laughs> Her and Buddy Hawkins, wasn't it? Stephen Hawkins, he was a shaker as well. Yeah. God, what about. am I doing wrong? What right, am I doing wrong? Uh, so, anyway, my joke was before it was <laughs> severely, <laughs> significantly punched up by Sean Ford for the better, was that I was like, oh, you could be a blind one with a, a, a walking cane. But uh, now I would have just done my memory would have just been the blanket affair and it would have just been a, a cane holding up some sort of like copy of the daily mail so chigs the layers are good delicious beautifully moist you're a very good baker so i thought because you were a bit worried about chigs but you yeah. seem to do all right here yeah he's he, he's safe this week yeah. we're on cakes yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the first Can't thing you learn. Up. Right. Yeah. And he seems like, you know, I reckon he's the type of guy that does loads of different things and is pretty good at them quite quickly. Yeah. But well, I don't know if he's going to have the depth of knowledge the and next, experience yeah, yeah, yeah. 
to when they're mate when they're doing meringue uh, you know french yeah. meringues yeah. he's gonna put it over his head and it's gonna fall it's on gonna fall head. on him yeah you've been chigged uh <laughs> george greek table nice flavors but let's concentrate on the finesse george mm. he's got early leaving all over i think george has yeah um maggie's ice cream cornet looks a bit more she went oh it's a bit more of a tub now because it looks a bit shit uh they said the victoria sandwich delicious not much flavor Mm. uh does kicked the can now he fucked it his buttercream yeah went all sloppy and i did make a note i hate seeing the early disasters yeah because i love the disasters don't get me wrong but not like week one week one i think what his i think his main issue because he did well in the first bake so Mm. i think he is a good baker he just went completely rogue and did something that no one else was doing that i think was high risk low reward i think his issue here was um playing the game and decision making which is what we know nothing about baking here yeah but what we know is how to win bake off (laughs) and it's not doing that no. It's playing it safe. Yeah, well, it's the mantra. Simple flavors done, done well. well. Done well. That's it's either s- sim- simple flavors done well or simple construction, exciting flavors. Ooh. That's that's the other side of that's the coin that yeah. you can do. Yeah. You, you've made quite a simple cake, but you've nailed the flavors. That'll get you that'll get you to week six. Yeah. Easy. We should get a publishing deal on how to win. <laughs> how bake to off. win bake <laughs> It'll be a bit like those nerds that did like the how to win who wants to be a millionaire. Do you remember like when they with yeah. the major? <clears throat> oh yeah. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> um Amanda's dolphin cake. Sponges are overbaked. There's too much elderflower. Yeah. Now in the early sting trailer for the episode we see a cake has collapsed mm-hmm. it was amanda's and like any good editor it's collapsed after judging that nobody really gives a shit anymore but the whole time up to that bit i was like which one of these motherfuckers is going to flop it yeah oh yeah but it was just amanda's after the fact yeah collapse like one of our cases do probably the <laughs> lack of evidence <laughs> anyway lizzie a bit simplistic uh Proves be happily happily a bowl of it, but it needs heating up. Um, Freya, lovely, very boozy, nice chocolatey f- flavor, beautiful textures, and it's vegan. Mm. So like that, fair play. So I think that's where she it'll play well for her because vegan bacon to make vegan bacon taste good and bake the same way as non-vegan stuff is actually really hard. So I think she will. You know, yeah, she I think is, it helps her stand out. If she does a good job, I do think when she when when we get to the pointy end, as they yeah. say, yeah, I think she will struggle, but maybe not. Maybe the you know maybe she gets further than we think. But she's definitely. I think with Bake Off, it does often happen where there's a clear divide, skill divide, where there mm. are the good bakers and there are the bakers that are just about got on the show, and are yeah. good characters, and I think. Frey is a good baker. Yeah, as Kanye West said, there are leaders and there's followers. 
Yeah. You'd rather be a dick than a swallower. So. <laughs> Is that one of his, or did you yeah, add that? Yeah, it was. Oh, okay. Oh. That's a Kanye, Kanye West joint. Yeah. <laughs> so, then we had Christelle. Absolutely beautifully flavoured, and she created something quite remarkable. Mm. Uh, they'd look good, actually, to be fair. That's I think that was, the, that was the best looking one. I think that was the best at being the gravity-defying without looking shit. Yeah. Because who was it? Who did the terrible... The apple one. Here, up next, baby. Rashika, Rashika's apple Rashika. cake looked so shit. It, yeah. it looked, yeah, it, it looked absolutely shit. They said the excitement is there. I mean, I don't know what excitement. They've got severe lack of excitement in their lives if they think that's exciting. Could have been done yeah, it looked more like detail. Sean made it. It looked like Sean made it out of paper mache. It looked like Sean made it out of paper mache <laughs> and he found it in his pocket the day after. <laughs> Here you go. It's still good. Like, <laughs> got lint on it and not the chocolate type. <sighs> there, so this needs a bit of home. And then we had Tom's classical cake, lemon and almond. Lemon, almond, sorry. They said it was more almond than lemon and there was no defying of gravity. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've, no, what, what I'll say is I'm noted here, uh, disappointed, off brief, shit. And at this stage, I was already annoyed because I didn't think they were going to send him home. Because no. I thought they were going to send old... Uh, I thought Amanda was going to go. Or or um, the one that made the bloody slop roll. Another who made the, the can. Jerzyna. Yeah. I thought he yeah, would go because he did sorry. such a bad job. But at least he tried. Tom showed him this thing that wasn't on brief. Mm-hmm. And it made something it. even less yeah, on it, was brief. it wasn't even leaning. And it was just like, you've not even tried to make yeah. this. Like, you have to go. You yeah. can't stay and just completely refuse to even, you know, try to Agreed. do the thing. Because if someone fucks it up and you're like, well, they fucked it up. It's like, yeah, but because they were doing the challenge. Just get you your know? still, just get your stick things for the cakes and then quickly just put one cake, the other cake on top of the other. I mean, it bang. Close enough. The Rackets edges are still defined, in May. Papa still in. Do you know what I mean? Twin Towers, it right. So, just an image Giuseppe. Simply beautiful. Sponge is a little dry, but good flavor. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he didn't smash it out the park as much as we mm, hoped. I did look good though. It did look good. And it, I think it was quite unique compared to everyone's, but it's a bit dry. So room for improvement, which is good as well, because I feel like he's yeah. going to take all that shit on board. Yeah, and I think when we get to the elegant stuff, he's going to smash it. Because which one is it? Is Giuseppe or Jürgen? Their dad was some sort of patisserie chef or something like that. One of them Giuseppe? has like got, baggage. Giuseppe. Oh, I missed that. Emotional baggage. Honestly, I, don't think it's I been reckon revealed. it was on the web. I reckon when they're making, um, you know, bonbons, uh, yeah. macaroni, they're making, macaroni, uh, you know, French horn. When they're making like a French horn, yeah, they're gonna be. Giuseppe's gonna. Giuseppe's gonna, yeah, smash it yeah. out of the park. Yeah, and then we had Jurgen. Looks amazing. Yeah. 
He said he'd put Rose in it. Prue's like, I'm worried about how much Rose because you have to only put... She said, the Rose is absolutely right. Of course it is. Beautiful. And then uh, Hollywood, Paul Hollywood, then coins a little nickname for him, a potential nickname, the Flavor King. <laughs> Are that is a good nickname. The Flavor King. And then the only thing that could make me enjoy Jürgen even more... They then cut to him at the end, and he said, I'm a very happy Jürgen indeed. <laughs> Referring to himself in the third person yeah. is fantastic. That's what I need from Jürgen. So that was it. Any other final thoughts before we reveal our star baker and leaving, and who's leaving the tent? Um, so much to get through. They rattle through them, don't they? Yeah. It gets a bit, it gets a bit overwhelming. There's a lot. I think let's let's uh, talk about the winner and the gone home. But I do yeah. have like maybe s- something to say after that. Oh, well, yeah. So Star Baker, Jürgen, our boy. Yeah. The Flavor King. What's the, the Flavor Let King? Me find out what that would be in German. And right. gone home was Tom. Thank God for that. I felt bad for Justice. Tom, and I when feel- he left, he went, it did not go to plan at all. Lovely guy, based on this week, he deserved to go home. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is it in German? Uh, hold on a sec. Uh, German. Do you know German, Sean? <laughs> no, German? just conversation. I can speak is, it, but I can't read it. Is it, it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's from the proper weird bit of Germany as well. That part of it. I'm a little bit. I thought I'm a little bit annoyed we didn't get to hear more of Tom's backstory. I feel like he had so much more to give if he just wasn't such a shit baker. Right? Have you got it? Der Geschmackskönig. Der Schmackskönig. Geschmackskönig. Ooh. Rolls off the tongue. I think I can help. Can I, oh, no, I'm not going to try and share audio, otherwise, it, maybe next time. Anyway, you can look that up for yourself. But yeah, Derek Schmackskonig, he's there. And then Tom, the other thing that Tom did, which, you know, I was a big pet peeve of mine, is when he's getting criticism, he kept going, yeah, yeah, shut the fuck up and take your criticism like a good boy. Take it on the chin, mate. Take it on the chin. Watch the train roll into the station. Don't start, or you know, the conductor doesn't start getting the passengers on before the train's pulled in. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. So our man Tom went. Tom's All right. Tom. So I, I thought of a new feature, a new mechanic for our show. Oh, okay. And I thought of it during this show. So I'm going to tell you now. During the record uh, of the podcast or during the, epi- uh, the episode? During the record of the pod. Wow. Live new bit. Um, but I think it could be good. Okay, I like it. I think we should all nominate someone that we give a point to, right? We can maybe think of a fun name for it, like a uh, cake point, uh, uh, you know, a bread uh, coin, a bread <laughs> coin. Uh, for who we think was the highlight of this oh. episode man of the match player's do- player what about a dough ball a dough ball of the week <laughs> a dough ball of the week that could work dough yeah, ball we got our dough ball of the week 
Yeah. Doughball, and then I'll put whip because um, if something else comes naturally, we can change it to that. Okay. And I think we can keep track of it, and then we can crown our winner at the end of the series. I'd like who's just had the most. Yeah. And we can all and, pick the same person. And also, like... I say to our listeners, if you think you you know your favorite moment of the tweet at us tweet at harry harry monahan at ross drummond yeah if you want to give a doble to someone tweet us and you can tweet do us. it and we'll give that we'll and then we'll give the shout outs in the next episode yeah i think we should we should give something to the winner as well see if we could like send Mail something to their course. agents yeah. Yeah, yeah we should yeah maybe we'll get like a trophy or like a big doble <laughs> or something oh that's okay. a, i like that um okay who are who do you guys want to go first or shall i go first you go first i've I've got an idea of what i'd like to do but yeah if you've got something it's a tough one because i don't want to go against maybe the obvious answer for the sake of it because i want this to be a prestigious thing okay so for me, it is between Jürgen and Giuseppe. Sure. Um, I am going to go for Giuseppe. All right. And my reason is I, I liked that he didn't tell his kids and he had that story. It endeared me to him. I think he smashed the first one out. Mm. And I think... His little roles were so much better than everyone else that it yeah, made amazing. me go, wow, this Eight guy is guaranteed yeah, like... winner. And I feel like he he just gave me the feeling, even though I think Jürgen was the right star baker in the end, I think Giuseppe just gave me a feeling of this guy's a pro. And I think that's what Bake Off's all about. Yeah, The feeling you get when you see a beautifully executed mini role. I like that. What I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to Jurgen because I've never seen someone. Uh, he he put spanners in the dishwasher. Yeah. Yep. And then so I saw true. him roll a an a nut or washer into a cake to affix yeah. the cake, and I was like, that's yeah, fucking, that's dedication. And he refers to himself in the third person, and he put some mental book <laughs> yeah yeah i mean those, all those things and my hands are too hot ah as well i mean for that alone that's gonna do all the week for me oh nice uh, i think i'm also gonna give my two giuseppe i think he's definitely the simple flavors done well that's what i really wish on the mini roll challenge the thing i liked about him was everyone else went down like the really like rich indulgent chocolatey kind of thing but he was like i'm just going to do really basic really simple chuck some lemon in there and some other bits i can't remember it turned out perfectly so yeah i'm gonna go for giuseppe that's great so yeah i think it'd be great if listeners you guys got involved tweet at me or ross at harry monaghan at ross drummond i think let's we'll definitely give points based on audience yeah we maybe will do one point for the audience. So for this week, would we say is that is he outvoted? Is Giuseppe the winner? Or is no, it, they all just, get one they point. They all get okay. 
So we're dishing out points, and maybe the audience has a like whole it. can have one like vote, it. one point to give out. So I'll put a little no note at the end that just if he gets two. I like that we're doing this on air as well. Yeah, it's like a little insight into the production meeting, isn't it? I mean, yeah. the idea that we've ever done a production meeting is absolutely nonsense. So that's, uh, so that's what we're doing. So get involved, guys. Yeah, and yeah. if you've got any ideas, look, we're just outsourcing this now. If you've got any ideas about what we should get for the winner, how we should try Ooh, and contact yeah. them, or any Maybe other Maybe a first reasons. edition of that book that uh, Jürgen read. So whoever the winner is. Whoever the winner is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's a Sounds Folio good. Society pressing up. I love it. All right, right so well, that, that's it. this is a long ep, isn't it, guys? Long ep, but we've got there in the end. It's a long episode for a long ep of the new series. They get shorter. The only it's only the podcast that uh, the series the episodes get shorter as the season goes on. So that's nice yeah. to look forward to more of your time back. Um, that's all. We haven't got anything to plug at the moment, I don't think. Unless you've got Harry, have you got anything to p- plug? No, just follow me on Instagram and then you'll see what I'm doing, Insta. basically. That's where you're at. Harry Monaghan, yeah. at Harry Monaghan. Sean Ford, yeah. anything for, for you? Not at the moment, not at the moment. It's knocking about. Yeah, keep my head down, staying out of trouble. Yeah, no, smart, smart move. Ross Drummond, you got anything coming up? No, I'm just knocking about as well, mate. What am I doing? No. But, you know, Painting I like to wall. paint my wall. <laughs> Anyone wants to have a conversation with me, you know where to find me at, Ross Drummond. Um, all right, guys. Well, it's been a pleasure. Bake Off is back. We're back. Let us know what your thoughts of the first week are, and we'll we'll see you same time next week. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Bye. Ta-ra. Bye. Bye for now. So be back soon. That's us. They love you. Yes, we do. Bye for another episode. Be back soon. Of Pink and Bear. Ross and Sean. That's us. They love you. Yes, we do.